Cheers! What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Hospitality Secrets Podcast. Your host, Paul Sfârlea here. Saturday morning, I didn't have my coffee yet. <laughs> uh, today I'm going out with my family and uh, I said that I will shoot this episode before going to coffee and then going out because I had an interesting idea, an interesting story in my mind and I wanted to shoot it before going out. I was super excited to, to shoot this podcast because in this episode I would like to, to talk with you about the <clears throat> silent salesperson in your business. And who is this silent salesperson in your business? You have a very powerful salesperson inside of your business. You should discover it and you should train him in order to close as many sales as uh, it's possible. So see you after the intro. So the big question is this. How can we, the hospitality industry, present or future entrepreneurs, offer memorable hospitality experiences to our guests in a way that our staff is happy and the business is profitable and sustainable? This is the question and this podcast will try to give you the answer. My name is Paul Sfârlea and welcome to Hospitality Secrets. What's up, what's up, welcome back. Uh, the story behind this uh, silent salesperson and how I learned about this salesperson that every every business from hospitality industry is having is when I when I started doing uh, my first uh, cocktail menu. Uh, I, I I was newly hired to a bar here in in, in my hometown. And I was supposed uh, to, to create the, the cocktail menu together with uh, Aida Ashor, which was the previous uh, world-class winner in Romania in 2014. After she won, she came to, to, to the, my hometown and she, together with me, we created a, a cocktail menu for uh, for a new place for for a existing place it was a rum based cocktail menu so we we created the the drinks we we wanted to do amazing serves to do like a, a mind blowing cocktail menu something very special something very nice something that people will appreciate and will enjoy this is what we we really wanted with that uh, rum based cocktail menu but actually what we did was a list of prices. We were just focused on just good drinks. So this was the, the, the main, and I think the only priority that we had was to make amazing cocktails, amazing serves. And together we, with Aida, we actually did some absolutely mind-blowing uh, drinks. But unfortunately, the drinks that we had were, were just a list of prices. So we we didn't manage to create like a, a, a appealing menu physical menu in order to to boost the sales on the drinks that we wanted to sell so what was hap uh, what happened people were not buying them as, as as much that menu was not such a big successful because a big success because people were buying what they were used to buy we didn't interrupt somehow the, the, their, their behavior of ordering. We just added more, more uh, topics on the menu with no pictures, no engagement. It wasn't something very appealing. We just put it together a list of prices uh, 
which they if if they would order them they would they would be impressed but they would they most of them didn't order those cocktails because they didn't knew that they are something very special and we worked so hard they had no idea they just saw a name and a description that's it and they didn't order they were ordering the things that they were ordering before adding this this new cocktail menu so something something was wrong some something was missing i'm saying again the drinks were perfect were amazing but something was missing and I, I was very frustrated not knowing what was missing actually to sell those drinks, those rum-based cocktails that we worked so hard to develop, to create some concepts, to create some stories, to make something very special. So I started doing some research, seeing what why people are buying what are buying. I, I started being obsessed about this and uh, everything changed the moment when uh, I, I've been to, to London to Diageo Bar Academy uh, train the trainer session and Matt Guest, my, my uh, mentor and my coach, he presented us, uh, he had a nice presentation about menu nudging. And I was so impressed. I didn't know what menu nudging is, but after he explained that menu nudging actually it's the science on how to design the menu in a way that you sell what you want. And I was so blown away hearing out that you actually can design the menu in a way that you can sell those drinks that you want. If we knew this when we designed that menu with amazing cocktails, amazing servings, maybe we would manage to sell more cocktails because we didn't solve them not because they weren't good, but we didn't solve them because we didn't manage to design the menu in a way to nudge them. Nudge, the, the concept nudge is like, it's coming from a gentle push. So it's a gentle push through the menu in order to, to guide the guests to order what you want them to order. So this was the, what, what Matt said in, in that moment and I was, I was so impressed, I was so shocked that it's so simple and it's so effective that you can actually use the menu as a silent salesperson in your business. So the menu is the silent salesperson in your business. If you have a talented, passionate, uh, well-designed salesperson, usually you sell more and you sell better. In hospitality industry, the menu is the silent salesperson. So if you manage to have a good menu, impactful menu, effective menu, you have a salesperson who sells more and sells better. So this is the, the concept about menu nudging and doing some research, starting uh, uh, doing some uh, more more research and learning more about this concept. I discovered the, the behavior, uh, behavior economics and uh, I started uh, doing some research on how people are buying what they are buying and why they are buying what they are buying. So I studied all this uh, uh, psychology of, of buying and you, you, can, you can Google behavior, behavioral economics 
and menu nudging. So these are like sciences on how to, to create your offer in order people to buy what you want them to buy and be happy with what they bought. <laughs> so this is behavioral economics and menu nudging, which I learned from, uh, from my, uh, my coach, Matt Guest. And then I, I, I did some research, I, I, I learned a lot and, and from, from what Matt was selling, the, the key thing on the, on the menu is to design it, <laughs> design the silent salesperson from your business to do three things. It's put it in, in one single. You should design a menu that sell. But Think about sell as an acronym and uh, the menu should S stop, E engage, L land. So this is the framework. When you create a new menu, think about your menu to sell more, more exactly. Your menu should stop the guest, then should it should engage the guest and then it should land and close the sale. So these are the three steps that the menu should achieve. Stop, engage, land. This is the framework. When you create a new menu, take every single piece of this and, and see how can you design the menu to stop your guest, then to engage them in a way or another, and then to land, to close the sale. So these are the, the three most important things that a menu should achieve. So let's take it one by one and I will give you one or two exam one or two tactics on how to do how to achieve that uh, that specific uh, action. Let's look about stop. Uh, menu should attract your guest attention and interrupt their activity in order to read your offer. So first thing when uh, when the guests are entering into into bars and restaurants they are not entering to read the menu. They are entering to socialize. I don't know how, I, how often it happens to you. For me, it happened a lot. When I give to the, the menu uh, to, to a group of people, and after five or 10 minutes, when I will go back and I ask, sorry, uh, have you decided? Can I help you? They said, oh, no, 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 we didn't check yet. We, we, we were discussing. <laughs> so people are not entering into bars and restaurants to read the menu. They are entering to socialize. Maybe they, uh, in restaurants, they are, enter they are entering to eat, but when it's a group, they are not entering to read the menu, they are entering to socialize. So the first purpose of the menu should be to stop the guests, to interrupt their activity in order to read your offer. And you can do this first, you can um, make the menu stand out in the bar. Uh, the physical menu should be easy to see, easy to notice. So it should be stand out, to stand out, to... to to be disruptive, not, it should not be the same color, same material as all the, the, all the design and all the background, because then it's easy not to notice it. So the menu should stand out. First thing, how to stop the guest. Second thing, uh, second tactic, how to, how to stop the guest and to interrupt it, is make it easy to read. If it's easy to read, people will, for people it will be easier to engage with it, to, to, to stop and start reading it. So these were two tactics. There are a few more, but uh, for the sake of not uh, staying two hours in this podcast, we will just take one or two examples. Second, uh, second uh, uh, big thing that the menu should do is engage. 
it should engage the guest. Several years ago, Gallup uh, reported, created the, the Gallup test, if you know, created a report that was saying that guests are spending on average 109 seconds reading the menu. So this is the time, the limit time that you have to, to give them the message that you want to give them. So people are not staying, uh, not, are not reading. If you have a book menu, mo mo mostly they are not reading it. So for sure in clubs, the, this time it's shorter, in restaurants could be longer, but like an average for hospitality industry, according to Gallup, it's 109 seconds people are spending in the menu. So in those 109 seconds, you should engage them in a way that they will find what they want. One first first tactics on, on how can you engage is uh, have a small range of drinks. If it, there are too many drinks or uh, uh, choices for the guest, they, it's entering in choice overwhelming. This is how it's called the term, choice overwhelming. Uh, if you have a choice overload, if there are too many choices, most people will order by default what they had previous time. So have a small range if you want to engage the guests with the menu. Then you can champion one drink, put in the box the most profitable, the drink you are most proud of. Then you can use some signature serves uh, that people we can buy only in, in, in your specific place. Then another tactic could be use beautiful photos. If you use a photo, uh, a picture about the, the end product, it would be easier for the guests to, to imagine and to see what they will order, what they will actually get. So this is the, the beautiful photos. Be careful here if you, are, you have amazing photos, but the products are not like those photos, it's better not to do it because the, the satisfaction drops very, very, very hard of the guest. So these are, uh, yeah, another thing would be compelling descriptions. Use some multi-sensory description, describe the taste, the flavor, swizzling, uh, bitterish, uh, uh, sparkling, fresh. Use some adject uh, uh, adjectives, evocative adjectives in order to compel their imagination when they read the description. So this is the second, uh, the second step engaging. And the third step, which is kind of interesting, and here is like, uh, the sales is closing when you actually land. The act of paying in itself can be a barrier as people experience uh, the, the pain of paying they, when they have to pay with their hard-earned money. So the, this is like a, the true concept, the pain of paying. I was impressed when I found about it because us people, when we, when we uh, see the menu and we see the price, Actually, our brain, it's, it's eliminating a small amount of the substance, which is the same substance with the, which, uh, which our brain eliminates when we feel real pain. So that's why it's called it pain of pain, because we actually feel pain before ordering, because we know that we will have to pay with the money that we worked so hard to earn. So... People, when they come, imagine, think about this. It's happening to us also. See on your skin, uh, test it. People, when entering into a bar or restaurant, especially in this period, which is so much uncertainty, when people are going into a bar or restaurant and see the price, they actually feel a small amount of pain. It's called pain of paying. So how can you simplify the process of landing 
the menu to close the sale on the, the, the products you want to sell. First, first would be round the price. In supermarkets, it's better to, to do like 9.99999. But in hospitality industry, it's better to round the price, make it 10, make it 12, 15, or 0.5. Try to round the, uh, round the price. Uh, randomize, random the price order. Uh, don't put all the, the prices in column in, uh, in, in, uh, in, uh, in, in order. So people can look from the cheapest to the most expenses, expensiest. Because they will start comparing and they will order based on the price and based on which is the cheapest. So put the prices in a, in a random order, not ordinate. One, one, one tactic of lending could be anchor the price. This is an interesting tactic. Putting uh, the first product should be like very, very, very expensive because you are anchoring the perception and the second product is not perceived so expensive. So these are like three tactics of, of lending. But most important, think about the, the SEL, SEL acronym of, of a menu, and think about your menu should, SEL, should sell. Your menu should stop, your menu should engage, and your menu should land your guest. This is the purpose of the menu, and this is how you, you can start using your menu as your silent salesperson from the business. And it needs no more training for the menu. You do it once and then it's selling for you until you change it again. <laughs> so with this principle, I actually understood how to design profitable and effective menus. And we actually, when, when I did some, some uh, consultancies, I started applying. You, you don't need to apply all the principles. You need to apply just a few principles or maybe you can apply them all. <laughs> But you can apply the principles that you, you think that fits for your business and for sure you will get a lot of money back. So key point is to put a great deal and energy and thought into the design and uh, psychology of your menu if you want to increase your profit. I, I promise you that your efforts and planning will be returned many times over. <laughs> So next time when you create a new menu, think twice, try to put some strategy, try to use some behavioral economics and, and some nudges to sell the drinks that you are most, or products that you are most proud of and are, that are most profitable. That's it for today. This is the about silent salesperson in your business, the menu. Thank you very much for listening. See you tomorrow. See you. I mean, more likely hear you tomorrow. Till tomorrow, have an amazing day. Cheers.